And, and we're to thank you, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Oh man, we've had a rough day so far. So Jake's uh, a lifesaver. He really is. <laughs> uh, so welcome to Rob Bailey Show. Today we have a different laptop because I forgot my laptop and Jake had to come up here and rescue us. But here we are. It's the Rob Bailey Show. I think we dropped the kill off the show, maybe. Oh. You know, because of violence and censorship yeah, yeah. on social media. I didn't want um, people to cancel it. Huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? Plus, like, what if someone reads it and they're like, you know what? I should kill someone. Right. So we don't want to influence people poorly. Yeah. We don't <laughs> want to offend anybody for sure. And we also don't want to offend anyone. But today we have Rasta Runner again. Yo. Rasta Runner's back. Yep. What's up, man? Doing good, dude. Doing so real good. You were just telling me about your morning. So here's the deal, man. I've been waking up lately. I get up at 5 a.m. every day, um, even on the weekends for the most part, sometimes 6 a.m. But for the most part, I get up at 5. First thing I do, I come downstairs. I'm typically greeted by our cat, a cute little black cat. His name is Bagheera. And immediately he's like, Dad, turn on the water for me. So I got to go in the bathroom. I got to turn the faucet on. I got to let him get some water. And then I go and start a fire. And it's so good to, to that be the first thing that I do. I get the fire going, I'm by myself, and I put on one of my favorite country artists while I'm sitting by this fire for a few minutes in the morning. And I put on Ian Tyson. And for those that listen to country music, man, this is a, an absolute legend in the genre from Canada. And he's just got a lot of really great story songs about cowboy life. And I just really appreciate a fire in his music first thing in the morning. That's, that's a lot for the morning. It's good, though. And then I come see you. So what time do you leave? I leave typically like 5.50, right in there. Sometimes 6. Right. Yeah. Takes me about 45 minutes to get to you. Okay. You got here early today. I did. I left a little earlier because I, I had to stop in town. All right. Yeah, I man. leave at, uh, what time do I leave? I either leave at 5.05. Yep. Or I leave at like 5. 20. Got you. So, yeah, because you, you get here typically what time? Um, I'm either here at, once again, depending on what time I leave, I'm either here at uh, 5, like 35, 540. Got you. Or I'm here at like 6 o'clock on the mm -hmm. dot. Today I was here at 6 o'clock on the dot. Got you. So, by the time that you're getting here, I'm typically eating my eggs. Just don't, I'm jealous of the fire starting in the morning. It's so good, dude. Man, I should just do that and then just leave. Yep. Yep. Just start a fire in my house and yep. see you guys later. And then your lady gets to wake up and the house is warm and she's got a fire to enjoy for a couple hours in the morning before she leaves. Yeah, it's nice. Huh. Yeah. All right. I'll yeah. start doing that. Yes, Be a little a more tone. considerate starting a fire. Yeah. So. You have topics. <laughs> right? You've been telling me right. for like the last week. You're like, listen, man, I got so many topics. So I got a, I got so many messages, first off. Mm -hmm. Remember in the last episode where like, hey, send me a message if oh, you message like this. Oh, message Dan because Rob won't read them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got blown up. I got I so it. many messages. Um, so, yeah, I got some things today. But uh, for those listening, Rob doesn't know this. But I just want you to know, Rob, are you ready? Wait, what don't I know? Are you ready? Yes or no? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm as ready as I can be. Here we go. Favorite solo artist. Go. Whoa. I didn't go. know we were answering go. questions Quick. like this. Favorite solo artist, Fiona Apple. Ooh. Next. What did you read most recently that you loved? Go. <sighs> Man. Read most recently? Mm-hmm. 
could be anything. It was a text from my mother. Yeah. She booked a flight. Really? To uh, to go see your family, or I guess my family in uh, in New Jersey. Um, I'm just happy my mom's getting back to normal. Yeah, She's yeah, yeah. She's been like uh, one of the extra scared people. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that's rad. What's something you're tired of? Go. What am I tired of? Yeah. I'm tired of this fucking mud in the parking lot, bro. <laughs> Oh man, I got it at my house too. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't mind going to my house, but like, I, I just I hated it at the warehouse. So yeah, we need to get this place paved soon. Soon. What's a trend that you'd like to see disappear forever? Uh, jeez, man, victim the victim mentality trend where everyone's taught they're a victim right now. Yeah, I'm really, sort of over that. Yeah, yeah. Something you wish you could be good at? Oh, I wish I could sing. <laughs> which is so <laughs> ironic I wish I because could actually sing i can yell <laughs> but i can't sing i wish i could actually sing you can yell in harmony i can right? yell in harmony but yeah, yeah. i can't sing oh uh, okay i'm okay. not gonna you know tell people i can say it's that's not it's, i'm not i'm not a singer okay like when people are like oh what do you do i'm like i'm in a band and they're like uh what do you what do you do in the band i'm like i uh <laughs> vocals I'm like oh you're a singer no 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 no, no. i said vocals <laughs> it's different way different yeah What's your kryptonite? You know what I mean by that, right? Yeah. My kryptonite. Yeah, man. I feel like I have a lot of little kryptonite right now. Uh, I guess my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my body's fighting me right now. All right. What's uh, what's uh, your, a pleasurable kryptonite for you? Something that like... Oh. Just... So I get on these kicks. All right. But uh, I love uh, ramen. Ram like ramen noodles, bro. Like the packaged like, ones, like, like the nineteen cent ramen. Yeah, noodles, yeah. like the chicken pack. And, but I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I forget the Oriental because uh, the chicken one has like chicken powder in it or whatever. Right, right. But the Oriental one, I think, it's just like soy sauce. Okay. So I'll make two of those. Okay. And then I'll just throw vegetables in when it's hot. And okay. Actually, it's this fantastic little thing that you can make real quick. It's so good. But it's like 800 calories. <laughs> so you don't do it every day? No. So I haven't done it yet this year. Oh, But God. I'll go through um, – when I start doing it, it's something mm. I do um, ugh, I, I every day. Oh, I guess Black and Milds. Bla mm. I really like Black and Milds so much. I can't – I just like them, man. Yeah. That sucks. What about the wine, The wood with the wine tip? Nope. I don't like the wine. Uh, We're not fancy, man. Just uh, the wood tip. Just old school. Simple. Okay, got it. What do you do to relax – Oh, I clean the garage. Mm-hmm. Favorite motivational word? One word? Shit. Uh, fuck you. I think, it's my, <laughs> I, I think that's for me in my head. Favorite motivational quote? <clears throat> oh, I'm not like really a quote guy. Phrase. I guess I'll quote myself. Um, fuck you, kill everything. I know yeah. it's sort of the same thing, but... Yeah. Shoes or watches? Oh, watches all day long. Shoes or shoes. So I think shoes and watches are meant to be worn to be ruined. Uh huh. To be actually worn. Used, right? Yeah. But the shoe goes away. Yeah. You know, like a shoe can expire. You get a Rolex, it's like all scratched up, or like my AP is looking brutal right now. But like I feel like that makes it better. Yeah. When shoes get to that point, it's like okay, get, let's get rid of them. Yeah. I think I know the answer to this one, but plane or boat? Well, I, I like planes. Yeah. 
Yeah. I figured that. Music or silence? I drive in silence all the time. Fitness or art? Oh, shit. If I had to choose one, ugh, I would say fitness. Hmm. Would you rather start businesses? I was thinking for the world, though. Oh, for the world. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you rather start businesses and sell them or just build them and grow them? I just like the building process. What are these questions? Where do these come from? Just in my head. Oh, okay. I just compiled them. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. Would you like to ner- learn a new language or visit a new country? One or the other. Oh, so I've visited a lot of countries and I don't feel like it's, you know, I think after a while you're like, okay, cool. This is what a, a different country is like. You, you I'd love to learn a new language because then you can actually connect. For sure. Bucket list item. Oh, geez. I want to do this airplane tour thing. Tell me about it. Um, so we used to do adventure tour. Yeah. And we did two of them, I think, or three, however many tours that we did. So it's always out of an RV and then I drive at night. Yeah. So I can only drive like eight hours. But, uh, what I want to do out of an airplane is get a tent and you know, we'll get in the airplane and we'll fly to say Oregon. Right. We'll take a taxi or whatever, go train, do the same thing, do whatever adventure there is in Oregon, go back, either sleep at the airplane, uh, sleep and sleep wherever. But then the next morning, wake up, get in the airplane and then fly somewhere else. Like fly four hours where we can cover, I can go 600 miles in four hours. That's cool. So I don't know. I mean, 600 miles driving. Ugh. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's like the evolution of the adventure tour, right? Yeah. So just, just going around, just flying all over the country. You, Kai, Dana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me, Kai, Dana. And then also meeting people along the way. That's one of my favorite things is, like, getting out and, like, people showing up. That's cool, man. If you could be one animal, what would you be and why? Man, these are – I see, I don't know why I put so much pressure. Some people be like, I'd be a horse. But, like, I'm like, (laughs) no, what – What? this matters. What if it It happens once I say it? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, with Dana's relationship with Kaya, if oh. I could just pick one animal, it would yeah. be Kaya. Oh, she gets yeah. treated better than anyone I've ever seen. You told me earlier this morning that she has her own bedroom. Yeah. She has her own yep. king-size bed. Her bedroom's the size of our bedroom. King-size bed. <laughs> uh, Ugg. It's an Ugg comforter, so it's like oh, a really nice gosh. comforter. Yeah, Kaya's the best life ever. Yeah, she's living good. She really has it. Would you rather end world hunger or create world peace? Oh, wow. Um, once again, it's, it's such a, a complicated to think about yeah. because if you end world hunger, that means you've made abundance and resources, which means it's going to up the violence, right? Hmm. But if you've created world peace, I would go with peace. Yeah. Because then that would mean, I, I, I assume that if everyone's peaceful, they all work better together. So food would sort of come with that instead of like commodities being created because then we would fight over them. Like children. Right, right, right. So peace. Yeah. What's more important, discipline or vision? Oh, I, I think, I think discipline 
by far. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky enough to have both, but my discipline never falls short. Yeah. My vision falls short because of my discipline. Does that make sense? If you weren't in the position you are as the owner, as the visionary, what would you be doing? <clears throat> Bro, I'd love to just have a task. Just like, be told. It's funny. As you said that, I looked at the broom. Like, I could do anything, man. Yeah, yeah. I love simple projects that I can do and I can do well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm just, ugh. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily, like, like, I guess, like, a janitor comes to mind or something. My grandfather was a janitor. Yeah. And uh, it's like, yeah, man. Like, being like, ooh, I got to clean this school and I got to clean it well and keep it organized. And, like, that's my, I don't know, stuff like that to me, I just love. I love being yeah. able to see a task, know how to complete it, and then being able to complete it. And, and, and being really good, I don't even need to be recognized. It's just enough for myself. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Sort of like you cut the grass at your house and look at it, but, oh, like, yeah. Nobody sees it but you. It's, who cares? It's like it's like something that you can like you know in a way just obsess over and mm -hmm. make it your own and yeah. have pride and ownership in. One hundred percent. I love it. And any anything, man. I could yeah. do any job. I think. Yeah. Do you think it's more important? And this is off the record. I have no more questions. But do you think it's more important to be a visionary or or an action taker? There needs to be both. Um, can you be successful if you're only one or the other? You can be, um, but I think that uh, they they go together. Like I'd hate to pick one or the other. Yeah. Um, we had uh, quarterly reviews mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> with all the creative staff today, and that was my one big thing was like uh, talking about taking action. Yeah. And so I, you know, I try to quarterly reviews are interesting for me. Um, because it's me trying to be like a boss leader, like, you know, like it, it's not, that's not my role. Like, I don't like, it's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't like nurturing people. I don't like, I just don't like it. It yeah. feels so like, I don't know. Um, so <clears throat> doing that, one of my big things is I found that I'm not, I shouldn't tell people what to do. So, you know, for example, th there's two guys there that like, I, I know what they have to do, but my job as a leader or as a manager or a CEO is to get them there without making it seem like it's, it's an organic thought. Yes. So making I have to own. ask the questions, yeah. get them to answer. And then I've, and like the whole time it's like, I can cut out 15 minutes by saying like, do this. Yeah. But instead I need to know the thought process behind it yeah. and allow them to work through it. So it's almost like inception how it's exactly, like, yeah. exactly. And it makes me realize like, wow, if you got really good at this, like you are a powerful motherfucker. Cause I'm not, I'm not great at it, but I'm starting to be aware of like, this is how we do it. And one of the big things, um, <clears throat> it was actually with Jake who was here. Uh, I was saying he's really caught up right now. So he's dealing DLB daily. Right. And he's really caught up in the backside and fixing the website and doing all these things. And I was like, Hey man, like, <clears throat> how do you think the site's doing so well already? It's like, Oh man, I don't know. It's cause of Dana content. And now, because you're not paying attention and you're focused somewhere else, you're forgetting the Dana content. Mm -hmm. Like one really good post could outperform your whole work week. Sure. And you're not even taking the chance on doing that post. And then his next thing was like, yeah, you're right. I, I should start a list. And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't start a list. You pick up a fucking camera and you start. 
Yeah. And I think that <clears throat> when I've been uploading or I, I did the video a few days ago, so I've been getting this like influx of questions because there's all these people following me. I think I got like 15,000 new followers mm -hmm. and most of them have no fucking clue what I do. Yeah. So it's weird because I've never, everyone's always known what I've done and I've realized now like, okay, my page is curated enough. I only have 30 some posts and like it's mostly of 9-11s and airplanes. <laughs> so these people are showing up and they're like, wait, what's he do? Like yeah. how the fuck does he? And so I'm getting a lot of questions from people saying like, well, I'm looking to start this business or I'm looking to start an apparel line or I'm, I, I want to be a trainer or I just want to be more successful or I want to do this. And it's like the, the answer to all of the questions, it's like, oh, well, then just do it. It's like, well, I think we made the joke earlier. Like, well, how do I start losing weight? Start <laughs> yeah. moving and eating just, less. Yeah. Like literally, and they're like, yeah, but what's my workout program? No, 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 no. Don't even worry about that right now. Like, Go break a sweat. Yeah, go walk more. Yep. Like, do, uh, start doing jump, jumping jacks right now. Congrats, yep. you've started your journey. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it's so easy that she's like, no, just start. And like, yeah, but I don't know, should I get an LLC or an S Corp? Or it's like, no, 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 no. Just start. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to charge people because I don't have a payment processor. Venmo, bro. Yep. Just start. Yep. Why well, don't have my license or insurance? Shut the fuck up. Literally just start. Um, I think that's one of the things is like, just start. I don't even remember it. what the question was, but yeah, no, I think that that's, that's really important because I know that like when I first got into business or when I first started my own business, that was my first thing is my mind immediately went to all of the obstacles yep. instead of all of the possibilities. Exactly. And that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. I got, that's where I got hung up the most. And so for somebody that's new to business or like has an idea and they don't know really where to start you're saying the first thing that you've got to do is just start the thing well what if they have a product what if they already have the product what's what's the start for that for somebody with a product is yeah. it getting it in front of other people is it using it more is it is I mean, it getting it content again, it all on depends it? what the product is uh -huh. you know um so for example let me let me say it like this because i had this is a, a dm that i got it was somebody that was starting a tree cutting business. Yep. They just bought the equipment to cut trees and to clear land, but they don't know where to go now. So what would somebody in that situation do? So, I mean, it sounds like we're missing pieces to that puzzle because there's no reason unless, I mean, you already have a background in it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Right. So they've already, they already do it. They already invested money up front. Well, no, 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 I'm the saying stuff. they already do that. They already clear trees. Right. 100% because right. you won't go out and you're just like, you know what? I've never cut down a tree before, but I'm going to buy all <laughs> the, and I'm going to start a, a tree clearing. Right. I mean, it's, you start going to building your network, yeah. you know? So you work for people. And this is a, a lot of times what it comes back to is like, you work for people and you just do a really good fucking job. Right. You do a, like, you think of how you would like to be treated. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, uh, I mean, going to get my oil changed, uh, I remember <clears throat> when I bought my first Tundra, um, I went there and, like, they were like, oh, no, no, we got your car. They drive it in. They, they, they cleaned it, which didn't take much longer. You know, maybe an extra 15 minutes to clean it. They give it back. They pull up it out front. Someone stands with it and waited to open the door for you. 
Like instead of hmm. saying, hey, your car's parked out there somewhere in the parking lot, running, it. fuck off. Yeah. They stood there and they waited. Now, like, I don't know what it, what it took for that guy or like how much inconvenience that was, but having my last interaction as I'm leaving being treated like that was like, whoa, man, like I'm going to come to get my oil changed here because you guys were really, really nice to me. So I think that what you'll find is we're losing a lot of that in the automation and all those things. And if you have someone who does a good job, they're on time, they hit all those like little simple boxes that a business owner should check. That's who I'm going to recommend you to. No doubt. You know, like I had a tree guy who was phenomenal. Um, and I started recommending to people and then he, not that he did bad on a couple jobs, but he was just a little overpriced, a little underwhelming. And I stopped recommending him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, just do a really good job. Cause, and it sounds like he's already doing it. It sounds yeah. like he's already cutting trees down, you know? Mm -hmm. And then those people will talk about you. So, I mean, if you know this guy and he's good, yeah, man, I need tons of stuff cleared at my house. I got 20 <laughs> <Yeah>. acres. <laughs> we need to make a trail system at your house. We, I was thinking about exactly. this. Exactly. So if, he's, if he does a good job, yeah. then that conversation comes up. Yeah. Encourage people to talk about you. I've said this before, but I think as a business owner, it's your job. You have a lot to compete with, right? You have social, you have all these different things to compete with. And what you need, like for Flagner Fail, one of my goals marketing was I need an enemy to fight, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I make up this fictional character, whether it be resistance, like when I'm on the treadmill in the morning, it's bitch Rob. And like, I talk to him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you want me to fucking stop right now because you think you have to pee, you dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that for like 50 minutes because my body is telling me the whole time I'm on that treadmill, yeah. you don't have to be here, bro. Like, you can go pee. Ooh, I think you got to poop. You should get off the treadmill right now. Just leave the treadmill running and go in and poop and you're going to come back and you'll knock a mile off and you'll be ready. And like, my brain does that and it just won't stop. Yeah. Really embarrassing. And I even say that. I'm like, you're embarrassing listen to you. Like, are you really talking like that mm -hmm. for 50 minutes? And I'm just doing that. So for my marketing enemy, the guy that I'm like trying to fucking beat was when I worked in corporate America, there was essentially like a water cooler or there was the pre meeting at the office. And dude, it was when uh, the show lost. I love lost. I've never seen lost. Oh my God. Never seen lost. Because I was freelancing at night. We need to do an entire different oh, podcast bro, on Lost. Okay. I love it so later. much. Okay, go. But I would come into these meetings and I'd be like, or like American Idol or whatever the fuck. And people would be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Did you see American Idol? <laughs> and it's just like. Yeah. I, and then they would go back and they would talk about, I forget the guy's name. He was the designer that I filled his position. Okay. So say we had 10 minutes to talk. Eight minutes would be talking about random television and then two minutes would be talking about hey did you see what blah 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 did okay. or did you see what he posted or the new thing that he's doing and i always looked at that and i was like whoa okay cool so like the 20 percent of their time in that conversation was taken up by this guy so whatever he's doing is good enough and the story he's telling or the product that he's making is good enough to steal 20 percent of this conversation from average people so coming out with Flagner Fail and, and really trying to get Dana out there, I was like, I need to make these videos impactful enough, provoke enough emotion that I can take at least like 20% of the water cooler talk of the average person. So I saw myself as competing against Game of Thrones mm, or, uh, mm -hmm. or Lost or mm -hmm. these things. And it's like, okay, cool. I just got to beat that. So uploading something that doesn't tell a story or, you know, just is really not three-dimensional 
emotionally and everything is it's you're not cutting it you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna beat out uh whatever story they have to talk about nonsense from last night you know yeah what I, mean? I do and i remember uh one of the very first conversations you and i had together was at was at west mm-hmm. it was after our first workout together we oh, sat yeah. and talked right by the door do you remember that yep. by the by the Clearly. garage door there and i was asking you questions and one of my questions was uh, about building my brand. Mm-hmm. And you said, give people something to talk about. Yep, 100%. It goes right back to what you, you just give said. So, you give them something to talk about. Yep, I, got, I still have it written down in yeah. my notes right now. And that was like two years ago now. And it's such a simple, Yeah, it's so simple. And everyone thinks about all this complicated shit. And it's yeah. like, you have the platform, you have all that. Yeah, give them something to talk about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Make they make them want to, and it's it's different now with Instagram. It's like make them want to share it, or yep. make them connect with them enough to share, or connect with them enough where they're gonna like secretly DM it to their friends and like talk about you. Yep. You know. Yep. That's fucking power, dude. And that's what I told Dana. That's like almost how we got Dana through the come up with her was all the negative shit. It's just like, dude, you're. These people are stopping what they're doing to come to your page. I don't even mm. care if they say they hate you or you're ugly or whatever, but like they're stopping their day and they're coming here and yes. you're taking 20%. You're taking that percentage of their fucking day yes. and you're owning them. And I guarantee they're coming back to check to see if you responded. Like <laughs> yeah. you own those motherfuckers. Yeah. And it's, that's what you want to do, man. That's to me, that's like, Obviously, you want to do it in different ways, but that's how you become a good business. You know what I mean? And I think that you're always like one step away. Like the, the tree guy, like just even you mentioning him right now, like, yes, I need him. Yeah. You know, on multiple properties. No doubt. Um, it's just talking. And eventually you're going to run into somebody. Not that I'm like the biggest dude in the world, in the world, but I have seven or eight properties. Like, yeah, I need, I always need tree work done. <laughs> sure. I want to do it myself, but I don't have time. Yeah, no doubt. So give people something to talk about, a reason to bring up your name. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're, go- they're going to. So step one is to just do the thing. Step- just do the thing, man. Just, and just try things. Yeah. And pay attention. They might not work, but just fucking try everything. And try all the free stuff first. Mm-hmm. And step two would be to give them something to talk about. Uh-huh. What's step three? I always fuck up step, step three. Okay. Um, Man, step step three is just like, all right, so tree service, I guess we're on, right? Okay. So step one of the tree service is just start, which, I mean, he's doing, right? Yeah. So you're doing a project, and you're going to do a good enough job, or you're going to do a great job to where people want to talk about what you've done. Right. Um, <clears throat> one thing that I like to do is constantly take a step back and make sure that all my attention is going in the right spot. Okay. I don't know if that's step three, okay. but I think that happens a lot, which is where you get stuck in doing something because you think this is what you do. Okay. And I think that I haven't done that enough in my past, and now I'm trying to do that. So resources, you know, I step back and I'm like making sure that my the resources or people are doing what they want to be doing. So it's weird that like I ask employees now like to bring their vision board to meetings. Oh, so that, okay. Yeah, like, hey, man. You know, uh, someone like uh, like Jake's, I'm using Jake for an example constantly because he was just here, but he, he wants to buy a house. It's so, like he wants to buy a multi, I don't have, I have no idea if any, anyone else there wants to buy a house. Yeah. You know, so like 
the fact that he mentioned that to me, cool, man. I spent an hour a day reviewing deals. So like there was a deal the other day that like we went and looked at together, like for a multifamily with two, two rentals on one where he could live and it could pay for itself. I think he was actually even making like $150 a month. You and Jake did? By living there. Now we didn't. Oh. Uh, it got outbid and went somewhere else. Got but it, like, got it. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of saying it and putting it out there. So um, I don't remember why I was saying that either. We were just talking about, um, you know, just coming back to the vision board and having that. Yeah. And so I, oh, realigning my realigning resources. Yeah, yeah. So the same thing. Like, I don't want people that work for me on the creative team um, that are taking photos of whatever, but don't want to be taking photos of that. Cool, man. What do you want to be taking photos of? Let me see if that can work. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I, it, a lot of it's paying attention to the business and then it, it getting what you want out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And is that something for you that you've noticed has changed over time? Cause you've been, you've been doing flag now for 10 years. 10, Just oh, had yeah, the this anniversary. Is, this is year 11, but yeah. Yeah. Year 11. So have you found that like, the the vision or the values have changed yeah i fucked up a lot okay um the progression was weird right uh like i never th- thought like oh i want to be rich that was never a thought sure. like zero um i remember thinking like well why am i doing this because i think i read a book on like a oh, mission statement Yep. And like, I totally misinterpreted it. And my mission statement was I wanted to be able to own a brand where I could act with like freedom, like, and, and be able to make my own decisions and express myself creatively, but then also made enough money. I'm trying to remember the exact wording, made enough money to facilitate the lifestyle I wanted to live. And <clears throat> that wasn't much. You know, I wanted to be able to not answer to anyone, Mm -hmm. afford uh, like a newer camera if I needed to. I mean, we're talking five grand a month. That was the highest. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, that was like that was me envisioning like if I can just make five grand a month. Fuck yeah. I can spend all my time with Dana. We are good. Yeah. And then as it kept growing, like I didn't lose track of that. I was just like, oh, cool. I have more resources to do what I want and express myself. And I did that for a long time and just, you know, like we didn't make shaker cups for the longest time because I was like, no, I don't, this isn't that brand. Yeah. And my brother was like, man, everyone wants shaker cups. We could make a lot of money. And I was like, I, yeah, but I don't want to make shaker cups. For <laughs> yeah. This isn't like a bodybuilding brand. Get out of here with that nonsense. So I did that for a very long time. And then what I missed there was the the growth of everything, right? So our, our growth curve like was straight up in the air, like fucking crazy to where um, I got to a point in time where I had people working for me that were just like printing shirts that I like wasn't approving and like just running things in different colors. And I really sort of like started to lose track of what was happening. <clears throat> and uh, I just like halted it all. I actually had a meeting and I was like, I'm capping sales. Whoa. Um, and I just, I, once again, I don't fucking know, but I capped sales at like $200,000 under what we were making. Okay. Okay. Which is like a weird thing. And that's monthly. Sure. Like, that, sure. like, so I cut out, 
let me do that fucking math. Jeez. Two million over two million dollars, and I was like, no, 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 we're capping sales here. That's ballsy. I want to start coming out with cooler shit and get a handle back on what's happening now because I just I don't want to just do growth for quality no reason. Quality versus quantity. Yeah, I felt yeah. like we were just like printing whatever and like work or die on just like every color shirt of the rainbow and just mm -hmm. sending them. I mean, we're just selling them. Yeah. And uh, so I capped sales and I started to pull back. Um, and then I think w one of the other big issues that I, 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 I wasn't, I, you know, I guess hindsight's twenty twenty, but like I wasn't looking at the overall picture or where I wanted to go. Cause I was still in the mindset of like, well, no, I'm just doing this cause I'm just doing shit that I want to do. You know, yeah. I wasn't looking at it as this could grow into something big. I, my vision wasn't big enough. Right. Um, and I, I think that got me to here, which I spent, I think like the last four years since we moved to Montana, I've been very uh, weak as far as a leader goes because I've been, I haven't been myself and mm -hmm. I haven't been controlling the culture here, you mm -hmm. know? So same thing with the Warhouse Gym. When we were there, the culture was really strong. That place fucking murdered. And then we left and we left other managers in charge of it. And like the place fell apart instantly sure. because, sure. you know, it just wasn't the same, yep. you know, and you can't expect it to be the same. So when I got here, I really tried to step back and, you know, my brother started taking over like culture with the employees. And then uh, Jordan sort of stepped up as like HR, which and like the voice of the brand internally sort of got lost. And I've been scared to sort of step up and tell people like, hey, like if you show up and you're miserable every day, it's your fucking fault. <laughs> like you can yeah. blame me all you want. Like that's great. I don't give a fuck. But ultimately. But ultimately your life and your right. happiness lies within your right. own hands. 100%. You may work for me. You may be a part of it. But if you truly fucking hate it here, either bring me another skill set, approach me with a skill set that you right. want to grow or fucking quit and leave. Yeah. Like, I'm not your dad. Yeah. I'm not your fucking parents. Right. And right. I started having a couple meetings here and there where um, I actually texted about building culture. Yeah. Um, within, a, within a workplace. Okay. You know, I don't fucking know. So I texted a few of my friends and I said, hey, man, I, I really want to figure out how to build culture within my business. Like, is, do you guys any, can link me to any books you know? And I texted um, Andy Frisella. I texted um, a couple of my other friends. And I texted Aaron Singerman. Yep. Um, Andy responded the next day. Um, and his response was like, bro, I'll just come out there. And I was like, <laughs> but as soon as I sent out these text messages, I just copied and pasted. Yeah. Um, I felt like a fucking asshole. Because mm -hmm. like people that ask me, like, I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. Like, I know how I'm like, you just fucking start, idiot. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Singerman responded with um, Marcus Aurelius, sure. uh, 22 um, like main quotes of stoicism. So I was like, I don't know, man, that doesn't make sense. Like that's not building culture with him. Like, um, but he wrote something like, whatever I'm lost, I listen to this. So I listened to it. And there was something about, um, and once again, I, I have my own spin on it now, but your environment and uh, if things happen to you or you happen to it or how you interpret things. And I've always heard it, but I think the way that it was presented to me in that moment with how I was feeling, you know, we're between all these warehouses and like I'm getting sort of 
my dick kicked in with building mm-hmm. and like the timelines, dude, we're like five months late. Everything's been wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, issues with, I guess, misunderstandings. I'll call them, I'm trying to be nicer. <laughs> so I'm going to say misunderstandings with the architect. Sure. And then me, um, I guess having to step in and sort of be the architect. And then, uh, my brother and I having to step into GC the project and like source a lot of weird things and quote, and just, yeah. you know, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. It feels wrong. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I've been interpreting that. Uh, I get mad. Yep. But at the same point in time, I think we talked about this last time. It's free college, man. Like this is free fucking college. So experience on the job, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I, we just bought six acre, six, six acres over there. We're going to put a frames on it. Um, I'm looking at 20 acres over there. I have more property to build on behind the A-frame. I have the storage facility you were ideally going to start on soon. Cool. We have this other building. So I have like a lot of different build projects here. And now it's like, oh, whoa. Because this building taught me so much, I can GC all those projects. So I'm going to save my 15%. Yep. Plus, I'll have a better relationship. I'll know the building's inside and out, and no one's going to get over on me. And those timelines are going to be on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I have all the connections because yeah. we've had to search through so many people, and we know who's good and not. Right. And, like, the same thing is where I said at your job, just, just tr- be the way that you want to be treated. Yeah. So, like, everyone that we've come in contact with, you just pay ASAP. You have those extra conversations. You thank them. So they're looking at me as a client now as, oh, I really like working with Rob. I'll make, you know, whatever we can do to make him happy. Mm-hmm. So um, I've learned tons. Yeah. So instead of being like, woe is me, like a little pussy boy bitch about it, I'm like, I do that for a second. I'm like, nah, 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 fuck that. Like, this is making me a monster. Yes. Like, okay, now I know design, I know business, I know, I know fucking lawsuits, I know all this shit, yes. and now I know building. So, like, I'm coming up on 40 in three years, and, like, I'm like, fuck yeah, man, by the time I'm 40, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to know fucking everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, you look at your dad back in yeah. the day, you're like, oh, I'll just ask him, he's going to know. It's like, by 40, I'll know I'm going to just, I'm going to be a fucking killer. So... Or I could be like, woe is me, right? Like, sure. oh, I've, I've been doing this. So a lot of my employees, they're walking around like, woe is me. I'm like, oh, there's trash everywhere. And oh, there's this pile of boxes. And it's a mess. And like, I sort of walked in, and the old me wouldn't have said anything. And now it was like, hey, guys, yeah, this environment's not ideal. But the people that shine right now who control their environment that happened to their environment, That's not it. woe is me, little bitch, I'm not in control of my life, my environment happens to me. Right. This is all happening to you guys because you're allowing it. Right. Pick the fucking boxes up, sweep, organize, you can make more room. I guarantee you guys can get another fucking 700 square feet of workspace if you just clean. 100%. And I sort of just sat there and called everybody on all their shit and uh, it felt so good. It felt so good that like, oh no, this is the culture. This is the culture of Flagner fail is fucking freedom, yep. accountability, and yep. you're in control. 100%. And I just, I, I said what I say in my head out loud. Like, I think this shit, this shit's already in me. It's already in you. But I forget that the average person just doesn't have that. The average been. person hits a roadblock and then they're like, damn, well, I can't do that. Yeah, that yes, wall's too can. high. Yeah, that wall's too high. I can't yep. get around that. I yep. don't, it's like, man, I mean, we can get around that. Like, and that's why it's a lot of times easy for me to like look, I mean, same thing. You look at someone else's, you look at a NASCAR driver 
And you're like, oh, man, you should have swerved right, idiot. <laughs> and it's like, well, you're not in the car, but right. like, it's easy from far away. And it's almost like I have the ability for a lot of people to look at that NASCAR driver as he's swerving left and be like, nah, bro, swerve right. Because it's easy, because I'm not in it. You're not in the so fight. I realize that a lot, of, a lot of people don't, they just don't have that mindset. They don't know. They don't know how to make that click. And I was like, oh, I just, it's my job as a leader to fucking help these people. So I told them, and dude, that day, like a lot of them responded really, really well. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them responded poorly, which um, I sorted that out of my brain. But the ones that responded, well, do they clean that bitch up? I've never seen the warehouse that clean and organized and like everyone's ripping. And I was like, this feels. So I came back the next day and I was like, you guys are fucking killers. Like, you guys have been getting your dick kicked in for the last month, and you took three hours yesterday, and that's, now you own this motherfucker. That's rad. Like, it's so cool. And then the people that don't respond well, cool, get the fuck out. Yeah, make so, room for someone else that wants to be exactly, here and wants to contribute. That was my other thought that yeah. I had was going back to, like, the business. And it's like, well, what do you want out of it? Yeah. You know? Like, I've said this before, and I'm, once again, not trying to be cocky, but, like... No, speak. There is zero fucking difference between making $300,000 a year for me specifically between making oh, fuck man I'll say $150,000 a year 150 to $200,000 a year to 6 million mm. zero what do you mean i it just i don't notice it mm -hmm. like it okay you can buy more stuff and like blah 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 but like it it doesn't necessarily change your happiness level. your level of freedom doesn't it, change well, it changes your freedom i mean first class and stuff like that okay but like, okay okay i mean you're doing that anyway with two 150 to two hundred thousand dollars a year mm -hmm. you know what i mean but it doesn't it doesn't change as much as like i th you think it's going to i think for me personally got it you know what i mean like I'm, i've realized like oh i don't even need all this like i'm realizing the things that i really appreciate right yeah. um I, f I forget why i said that damn I'm so that's okay so step three then is really what i'm hearing you say is step three is ownership oh, the business okay that's thank you see it just takes me a second I'm yeah slow. <laughs> but but figuring out what you want out of the business yep. right and I think that's something that I didn't take a step back younger, Rob, and figure out, like, okay, what do I want out of Flagner Fail? Sure, you know? sure, Like, I sure, sort of sure. wanted to take over the world, but I sort of just wanted to do my own thing. But I was never, like, I never stepped back and I was never clear about it. And now realizing that, like, like, for example, like, I don't think I took a paycheck from Flagner Fail last year. Oh, wow. I don't think I took one fucking check from it. I really don't. I was going to bonus myself at the end of the year. And then I ended up not doing it because I wanted to keep it in for this warehouse build. Yep. So, like, I didn't make a dollar off Flagner Fail last year. No big deal. Like, but, but it also made me realize, like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Um, so, after I had those two meetings, I realized someone said, well, like, you know, some of the people responded pretty bad. Are they looking at, or like, on their phones or whatever? And I was like, cool, man. Like, I've been doing this 11 years. I no longer want people here that aren't fucking on board you know, or that don't really want to be here. You know, it's like being in a relationship with a girl that's like, eh, she doesn't, she's not really that into you. If you're not that into me, get the fuck out. Yep. 100%. Like, we're, either be about this shit or get the fuck out. And that's yeah. what I used to say. And I stopped for so long and I'm, I'm back now, but it's, what do you want out of your business? Do you want your business to make billions of dollars? 
or do you want to just have a lot of fun or do you want to have free time? And all of those are okay. I think as They're long as okay. you're clear with it and you're okay with what, it. I mean the same thing. What do you want out of work? Right. right. Like right. what, what do you, do you want to work where you don't think about it? Yeah. Cool. There's that work yep. out there. Do you want work where you have to save, uh, solve like really complex problems? That's out there too. Yep. And I do think you want really risky work that like sometimes you make tons of money, sometimes you lose it all. There's, <laughs> you know, day trade. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> there's, there's options for like whatever you want out of quote yeah. unquote your business. Even if your business is an employee working for someone else, but you need to treat it as your business and get yep. what you want out of it. Yeah. And I think like for, for personal trainers and fitness coaches out there, how it applies to me is, you know, when I first started training in 2006, 2007, I just got certified and I was just happy with anybody that wanted to give me money to train them. I yep. would, I would go anywhere. I'd go to your house. I'd meet you in the back yep. alley, whatever, you know? But as time went on, I realized that I don't want to work with everybody. Nope. I only want to work with people that are going to fill my cup. And I only want to work with people who I know I can make a major impact with. Yeah. That's why I only have you and Dana as one-on-one -on -one clients. Like, yeah. I don't want to spend my time one-on-one -on -one with a lot of people. Yep. I want it to be like the people that I feel like I can help the most and those that are going to add to my life as yeah. well, right? It's gotta be that way. Because it's your time, man. It's your time, man. It, it's, why just throw your time away? Yep. You know? Yep, I, uh, 100%. I'm such, a, I'm such a wild big believer that you can do whatever, whatever you want. Yeah. And yeah. that's another thing that I'm just keep trying to, everyone around me is like, if I have a chance to remind people like, no, you can do whatever you want, like, literally whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Period. Um, That's it. <laughs> Cause I have to remind myself, you know, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm so busy this week. And it's yeah. like, man, if I haven't, if I haven't done my shit in the last 11 years enough, where like I could check out today. Yeah. Then I've done something wrong. Yeah. Granted there's weeks where like I have to be there, but like today, like, yeah, I should be able to, I should be able to go away the rest of the day. Yeah. And it not be an issue. If my business falls apart because I'm gone the second half of a Monday, holy shit. You haven't done a good enough job yeah. leading your team. Which I haven't right? done the greatest job. Sure. But trying to get better. So step three then, what I hear you say is ownership and creating culture. Well, it's figuring getting, out your goal. And getting clear you know? on what that is. Because I also know people uh, like my electrician who doesn't want employees yeah. So like he doesn't want a culture. His culture is I'm the only employee and he works with his kids. Okay. You know, because he doesn't want that responsibility. He doesn't want to deal with that. So I think, I think step three is, is you're not going to know it until you start doing it. Yep. So, so I think step one is take action. Um, step two is do a really good job and that's, what's going to build your business. And I think step three is now that we've worked through it is like, once you've done those, really figuring out what you want out of the business so that your next action steps send you in the right direction, mm -hmm. you know? Got it. So what would the, the next step be? Let's say somebody is now clear on the vision of what they want to get out of the business. Mm -hmm. They're doing good work. Now they want to maybe scale the business a little bit. They want to think bigger or they want to begin to think bigger. I think for a lot of people, it's difficult to understand what thinking bigger means. Mm -hmm. And doing it smartly, I think, is doing it one level at a time. So how do you think bigger, but also think strategically at the same time? Um, let me think. I think a lot of times I just try to think as big as possible. Um, 
I think as big as possible and then I try to pull it back from that. So just as like the practices, I come up with the craziest idea ever. So I'll, you know, for example, like Dana, like if she wants to do something, I'll take it instantly to the most drastic version of how she could do that. And then we sort of scale back from that. So just dream super big. Um, like Flagner fail, for example, right? <clears throat> if I wanted to think as big as possible, be like, okay, cool. I want to be as big as Nike. And then I almost need to go back from action steps from that to figure out, okay, if I want to be as big as Nike, these are my end goals. How do I get there? How long would it take to get there? You know, what marketing would it take to get there? Uh, you know, do I need, and then creative ways to f address all those things. Like, okay, we can't afford LeBron James. Who can we afford or how can we have that same impact on a limited budget and eventually climb to that? Gotcha. No one even knows you left to go urinate. Damn it. I was hoping I could be as smooth as possible. <laughs> you did really good. So, so true story. I, I just got back from St. Louis. Someone did a podcast with Matt. Uh -huh. We had a two and a half hour podcast. Really? And we started that podcast and I'm like, oh dang, I kind of got to pee. Oh well, let's do this. Held it. Two and a half hours? Two, it was two and a half hours. That's a long time. I got to hour one and like my eyes are starting to twitch because now I've really got to pee. I get to hour and a Why half. Why didn't you just go? Okay, here's the thing. I'm I'm 90 minutes into this podcast, about to pee my pants, and I'm just like, no, suck it up, Dan. You can do like. Oh wow, you're doing like a <laughs> mental test. I was like trying to just push my limits. I was trying to get to the end of the podcast without going, and then finally, I'm like doubling over in pain. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I gotta pee. <laughs> and you think I would have learned now by just peeing beforehand, but uh, I didn't learn my lesson. It's so, okay. So maybe that's maybe that's part of it too. But yeah, did feel good though. I needed that. Good, good. What'd you talk about while I was gone? No. Um, I just <laughs> said so. I, I said uh, just set like the biggest goals ever, and then work back from them. Got it. Got um, it. So that reverse engineering idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the the least overwhelming way to do it for me too because then you can think logically you yeah. have the grand idea of where it is you want to be but then logic kicks in as you create the yeah. steps backwards and it's, it seems it. feasible then sure you know so i mean you can come up with the biggest goal ever but if you work backwards from it you figure out like the adequate time you need um like, yeah, if, you know, for example, me with a 50 mile run, yeah. if you're like, oh, 50 mile run, like if you just think about it for face value, that's tomorrow yeah. or this afternoon, it's like, I can't do that. Holy shit. How am I going to, my legs are going to fall off. Yeah, but yeah. if you put it a year out then you build backwards from it, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I, I think I can do that. Sure. Yeah. 100%. So what would be the next step then for somebody? Is that's this, like, what, what is this? It's just going to keep going until the next step. And eventually I'm like, and then you die. <laughs> and then it doesn't matter anymore. So the reason I'm asking in steps is because I remember in our last episode, uh -huh. you said, you know, the 15 steps or the 15 things oh, that people, geez. that people need to so know. So we're trying to come up with a 15 step program here. You got me thinking, mm -hmm. you have me thinking. So you know what other guys do? is they'll come up with those steps mm -hmm. and then they show up on the podcast and they're super organized and they sound like <laughs> they sound like god like they right. have fucking answers you're asking me and making me figure it out live live ish yeah in front of people yeah so for people that don't know we we don't use scripts i didn't 
tell Rob anything before no. coming in today. Well, even this like taking all... notes. I'm not even take. That's why I get so disoriented. <laughs> yeah. Like most people like have topics. Yeah. Uh, I just showed up and I just talk. Yeah, those are my favorite anyways. Well, then you, then you can see that I'm not really that smart. You can hear me hesitate <laughs> and hear me think through things. We, we understand your humanity. Yeah, I, I, think, I think one of the big things for me is uh, it's just creating solutions. A lot of times writing things yeah. down, man. Yeah. Writing things down. I did a practice with Dana Thursday night where uh, we sat down and, and I try to check in with her often. I don't do it enough. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, check in and like, Oh, what do you want to do? What do you think you want to do this year? And all those simple questions. You ask me a lot of those questions yeah. and let her talk through them. And a lot of times I can see what she really wants through what she says. Um, and I think that's the same thing for me. It's like, okay, what do I really want? I know what I think I want. Like mm-hmm. I want a billion dollars and I want like this giant warehouse and this, and I want a fucking Ferrari and I want it's Kodiak. Like, yeah, I want a Kodiak and like I want all these fucking things. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just vision of this grand life of these things that I want. And then I think if you really think about it, it's like, no, what do you really want? Like what? Like I know Kodiak seems great. It's a $2 million plane. I know that uh, all that money seems great. And, but like what do you really, really want? You know, why are you really doing these things? What do these monetary things mean? Um and, you know, a lot of times for me, it's, it's, it's not what it seems like, you know, it's not, it's not the initial thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like for example, cars, mm-hmm. like, well, if you have all these cars, why don't you fucking drive them? I'm like, well, I think a lot of these cars I bought to prove it to myself that I can. Yeah. It's, well, that's not a good fucking reason to buy cars. You idiot. You know? <laughs> um, I mean, for example, Dana, Dana this year, uh, some of the, the things that she said, it was so clear that like, you don't actually want to do that. You're just doing that because you think you have to, mm. or you think that you won't be relevant if you don't, like, you don't want to do that. And then, I, and then for me to give her the same thing as that NASCAR drive, like watching NASCAR, swerve right, idiot, um, saying, what if you did this, this, and this instead? She's like, oh my God, that sounds so much better. Then do that. You'll get the fulfillment. You'll get all these boxes checked that you want to get checked. Yes. But that's what you really want. And... I, you know, I check myself on the same thing. Um, I don't let myself be paralyzed by a lot of these checks. Yes. Um, but yeah, you always got to look at it like, do is that actually the thing that I want? So how often should somebody do a self audit like that? Is there, Ugh, is there I'm like a, ask, bro. I'm, I do, I, this is what I do all day, <laughs> all day. I think, I think about everything, how yeah. I can be better, how I can improve my mood, how I can stay up how I, I cannot dip from that valley. If I do dip from the valley, how can I come out of that the most inspired? Yeah. Um, all, dude, I'm all day. That's yeah. my, my fucking brain. It, it, won't, it won't chill out, and that's all it thinks about. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes that's, that's what I experience too. Like when I get into – because I have a busy schedule, man, just yeah. like everybody else. But it's in the moments of silence where I find it easiest for me to start that self audit Mm -hmm. where I can like really ask myself some really good questions. Um, We had some friends in town over the weekend and they had brought some edible gummies with them, some some THC gummies. And I haven't had one in a long time. But what I really appreciate about THC is that it really allows me to to audit in Mm -hmm. like a from like a really different perspective. 
and uh, I sat in front of my whiteboard in my office for <laughs> like an hour yeah. that night after that edible had kicked in and I just started writing out my thoughts, calling myself out on all my shit, what I'm falling short on, how I could be do, being a better coach, how I could be a better, a better uh, partner for Gabriella, all these things, even ideas that I wanted to do in business. Like, so I, th- I think that in the silence, is where I find it easiest for me to reflect or being in nature is where it's easiest for me to reflect. But yeah, that self audit is so important and you have to, you have to be doing it regularly because at all times you're being distracted from all of these different angles. Life is changing and it's moving at such a fast pace that, that a lot of times we, we get steered into a direction that we don't always want to go in. And if we don't continually check in and self audit, then a lot of times over time, we're going to be ended up playing somebody else's game and wondering how the hell we got to the point that we're currently in. Uh I learned that with flying. What do you mean? So with flying, you know, so you have, you know, you have 360 degrees, right? Sure. So let's, I mean, you picture a clock, right? So not, well, not a clock, but, almost like a hand of a clock. So you kick over to, um, say, whatever, 10 degrees. Okay. Right? So you're like, okay, cool. I'm on, I'm, that's your heading. If you're one degree off, yeah. you know, you got to think like the further you go away, that further that one degree sends you. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? So by, by the time you go two hours, if you're one degree off, you're you might not be in the same state compounds. Right? Yeah. And I remember thinking that Ooh. I was like, Whoa, like if you get on the wrong heading and you don't check in every once in a while, make sure the winds aren't blowing you or, you know, your altitudes off, like you can end up somewhere else really, really <laughs> quick. Yeah. Um, it's like making the wrong turn on a highway. Same thing. You make sure. a wrong turn on a highway and all of a sudden you're like, Oh shit, I get off an exit. Oh, I'm now getting on here and we've all done that. Right. And I think that like, if you don't check in and you're just cruising through life, like you might end up on the wrong highway going yeah. a direction you didn't want to go. Yeah. Um, or you might end up on a direction you do want to go. But yeah. I think a lot of people, I think when they check in, they check in and they know it's not right. But then the same thing it comes back to is like, yeah, but I don't have control over this car. Mm. Like you and I picture each other on cars in mm. cars. I think a lot of people pick them, picture themselves on like a city bus. Sure. And like, oh man, I can't stop the bus and it's going right. And I wanted to go left. And I guess I just have to ride this out now. It's like, no man, get off that fucking bus. Hey, you've got that handle right, right above your head that you could pull at any time and yep. say, Hey, I'm getting off here. Get off. The you fucking have bus. ownership. And you know that. what? You might have to walk for a little bit. That's cool. But fuck man, at least you'll be heading the direction you want to go. That's true. That's true. You're not as stuck as you think. No. I promise. Everyone's powerful. Man. I've been I've been in situations where I've felt absolutely helpless to change my life. And even in the darkest moments, there has been things that I've been able to do. But oh, yeah. the thing is, is like you've got to be willing to at least start to peel back the layers to to figure out what that action step looks like and then actually do the thing. Yeah. You're not as stuck as you may feel like. Yeah. I promise you, you're not. It's that that like, you know, it's all relative, right? To how you feel stuff. 100%. Like you can have all the greatest stuff in the world and still be a complete disaster. You can have nothing and still be a complete disaster. And whenever I get there, it's the same. I think I told you earlier, like the second question is like clean the garage. Right. Like if right. I'm just completely out of control, I'm like Dana, yeah. I'm going to clean the garage. Yeah. And like I put on a podcast, I put on music and I just, I just line up shoes and I sweep <laughs> and like just, just yeah. stuff that like, 
just simple. Yeah. And then when I'm done, I'm like, I feel better. Reset. Because I'm in control of this little tiny garage. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's that one thing. And then I go, and the next, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to pack up. I'm going to take control of my morning yep. the night before. So I pack up my two outfits. Yes. And, like, I pack so much stuff the night before. It's evolved so much. So I do four water bottles. I do mm -hmm. three meals. I do two snacks. I do a full change of clothes because after I run five miles and I change here, I have to go to work and shower. I, I put my flight bag in there. So I pack my flight bag every single day mm. just in case I have to fly. Mm -hmm. um, if I have to do any kind of construction or anything, like, I pack all of my tools, which every day it's different, man. And, like... But when I wake up and I set my coffee for the morning and I, I, I fill up my water bottle for my, uh, my fat burner and like just everything. So much. Just man. all lined up, ready to go because I'm like, ooh, all right, I took control of the garage and I'm going to take control of my morning. Yeah. And then at least I can get here and the same thing, like as long as I can just get on the treadmill. Five miles is a, it's fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's not hard for you, but it's really, really hard for me every morning. For sure. And it's just like, man, just get on the treadmill. Just get on it. That's all you need to do. Like, it doesn't matter if you're tired. And then you get on and you're just like, okay, just fucking start walking. And you set it at a four pace and it's mm -hmm. like a brisk walk. The next thing you're like, I got this. Mm -hmm. Your body's moving. And you're like, okay, five. Boom, you're moving. And then six. And I'm just there. Mm -hmm. And then it's just fighting myself to stay on it. And then you, and then you get off when you're done and you're just like, I feel great. Yeah. And then you just try to own the next thing. Yeah. You know, either own by preparation or you own by mindset or yeah. just fucking starting it. Yeah. So if somebody's got ownership, let's say somebody's, uh, they're in control of their environments, yet their environments isn't making them entirely happy. How do you, how do you change that? How do you define or redefine the happiness in a controlled environment? Because I think I'm a huge, I just take control of my environment. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> because I know like for here, here's what, here's what I mean. I know people in business right now who make good money, mm -hmm. who have a great brand or a great product or whatever it is, but yet they're not fully happy. So in those situations, like how do you like reignite that happiness, that motivation? Like what are the, what is something that's worked for you? If you've ever experienced that before. It's the simplest things. You know what I mean? So, like, if, if I ever need it, I, I try to do um, – I, I, I always just default because I like simple things. Like, I like the air mm -hmm. or I like walking the dog mm -hmm. or I like chopping firewood or okay. things like that. And I always have to go back to – like, whenever I'm not happy, the simplest things. Okay. The 100% just – Okay. You know, let me go wash my car. Let me <laughs> walk yeah. in the woods. Let me – either do something creative like sketch for a little bit like and not show anyone just sketch and then just throw it out like um meditation just oh, all true. those simple little things where like you take a little breath gotcha um because no i understand it's hard to be happy 100 like i get it man sure it's happy dana uh dana and i are funny because she's always like i just don't understand how you're not happy like, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me to stay happy because I look at everything and I'm like, I want to improve that because that sucks. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I, I just, I never think anything's good. And she's like, you just wake up and you, you're you just happy. And then you're just happy the rest of the day. I'm like, I get it. Like, I know that you wake up and you're like, oh, a puppy. And you pet the puppy and you're like, oh, I'm going to, like, her her brain works awesome. Yeah. I just, my, it's not how my brain works. It Has it always been that way for you? Uh. 
I don't remember being a kid. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. But, and then I don't remember, I don't remember much, man. Um, I remember events, but I don't remember like my moods. But yeah, I don't, I just don't think, uh, I just don't think it was ever like, I, I don't ever remember a time waking up and being like, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've always woken up and been like, Bleh. Yeah. So, I, it's like my responsibility to make myself happy. Yeah, gotcha. Um, ownership again. Yeah. yeah, ownership. Yep, yep. It always gotcha. goes back to ownership, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be one of those, like, foundational things that you got to have if you're going to, to have a business or if you're going to have happiness or if you're going to just get the most out of life. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and the guy was talking about time. And obviously, we know that time is our most important resource, but he was talking about like getting the most out of life and what it takes to get the most out of life. And he said something in the podcast that stuck in my head. I feel like I want to get it as like an affirmation in my gym, but he said, live life like a live life, like a legend or live, live, no, live a life of legend. And I like that because when I, when I Googled the word legend and what it means, basically the definition it gave was that legend is something that almost seems unbelievable mm-hmm. was one of the definitions of it. And I just loved that. Like live a life of legend, live a life where you take so much ownership and you put so much intention into everything that you do that when you die and people tell the story of your life, it almost seems fucking unbelievable. I, I have a good example of that. And then we'll end with this story because and I might have told this story before about the lesbian hitchhikers I picked up. Okay. Did I tell you the story? I know of that. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So he's saying live a, live a, a life of legend life and of full legend. ownership of your life. And I don't always think that full ownership of your life is making more money. Because, you know, I do talk about money a lot. And I talk about, like, progression in business. And that's what people look to. Yeah. But there's also, like, taking ownership of your life but not having it go that direction. So I picked up some hitchhikers um, a while ago on an yeah. adventure tour. I was driving back by myself. I saw them. Um, I drove past them at first, and they smiled. And I was like, oh, it was nice to smile instead of, like, whatever. So I'm at a gas station about an hour later and was like, hey, where are you guys going? They said, we're going to Lake Michigan. I was like, oh, cool. I'm just so happy to be driving across the country. And we drove across the country. So the story they told me, and I hope one day, like, randomly I come in contact with these girls <laughs> again. Um, once again, I guess I call them lesbians. I think they were dating. Mm-hmm. I just assume. Body language, probably. So, yeah, just two girls, whatever, living together. And like, I just, I guess, assume they were dating. So let me just rewind that and take that back. <laughs> um, so they were, so, you know, we're driving and I, I want to hear about their story because I don't understand why are you guys homeless? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're not homeless. So well, what are you doing hitchhiking? Like, it doesn't make sense. So they were lawyers. They graduated from law school in Washington, D.C. Wow. They started practicing law and then every day coming home and being like, this doesn't feel like what I want to do. Like they they didn't feel like they owned their lives. They felt like they were going in a really weird direction. So they called a party at their house and at the party, they had all their friends there and they're like, Hey guys, whatever you guys see in the house, you can have our dressers, our beds, our dishes, the food in the refrigerator, the refrigerator, (laughs) like take everything. All we need is these book bags and we're leaving. Holy cow. So they quit their jobs. They gave away everything in their apartment and they started hitchhiking. They hitchhiked all the way to the other coast and now they're hitchhiking back. And their one rule was they don't make plans for the next day. 
they generally knew that they needed to get back to Michigan to see, I guess, their parents or their mom that was sick maybe. But they would wake up that day and then based on how they were feeling, that's what they would do. That way they didn't have any expectations. Wow. So they wouldn't know the weather and they'd wake up the next day and if it was raining, they're like, hey, let's stay in the tent and play cards. And they would just <laughs> do that. So I drove with them about 10 hours and we pulled over to sleep um, and they got out of the rig because I said, hey, listen, guys, I'm like, I'm not comfortable with you got like, I don't want to fall asleep with two hitchhikers sure. in my van with, or my, in my rig with me. Right. Sure. Um, I also, it doesn't feel appropriate that you're two girls sleeping. I just, it feels weird. And they're like, Oh no, we would never sleep in here. And they got their sleeping bags, at their truck stop and went out in the grass and just laid out sleeping bags and went to sleep. And I was like, <laughs> so I came in the next morning. I was like, aren't you guys like nervous about, I don't know, being <laughs> abducted. And they're like, we're two girl, like we're two people sleeping in sleeping bags in the grass everyone's scared of us. <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So like I, uh, it was at a point in time when I was doing really, really well. I just like broken through and was doing really well financially, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't sure why I was doing anything and I was a little lost. And I remember being a little lost. It's what sort of made me move to Montana, but we were driving and I saw a shooting star to the right hand side. Okay. And I was like, whoa, a shooting star. And they're like, that's probably someone telling you to pay attention or something like that. <laughs> so I looked to the left, and this was maybe 2.30, a.m. And I looked to the left, and there was a Northern Lights whoa. jumping around. So we just like slammed on the brakes, and we got out. And I remember me, wealthy, doing well, successful, whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, standing there staring at these Northern Lights just like blown away uh, with two homeless girls that are hitchhiking that literally own nothing being just as blown away. And I remember standing there thinking, I was like, you know, like that, that moment, like it's all magical. So it's like, we are, we're the same person. Yeah. We're just on we're different on sides same, of the spectrum. Yeah. And I think that you guys might even have it more figured out than I have. Whoa. Like it was just, it was wild. Like mind blown. It in was that wild. Wow. And that was the big, that was the big moment. And I wish they didn't have cell phones. They didn't have social media. They had nothing. Yeah. So like, I don't even know how I would ever see them again or anything. But um, I don't know I, who fucking knows. It's so weird to like come in contact with someone like that for yeah. two days and like they virtually live with you. And then me and like, hey, can I follow you on IG or something? They just don't <laughs> exist. Um, maybe they weren't even real. Maybe they were your white fox. It could have been, man. Ooh, <laughs> could have been now that I think, been. holy shit. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. But oh wow, um, that's what made me decide I want to move to Montana. I was like, man, I can't believe they took such ownership of their lives. And it wasn't the ownership of like, I'm going to make a million dollars or I'm going to be famous or whatever. It was the ownership of like, no, no, no. I don't like the direction that my life is going. I'm going to give up everything and try this life out and see if this works for me. And Mm -hmm. like, just so cool, man. And the way they exited my life, they, uh, I like pulled over and I was trying to think like, okay, so like, do we say goodbye? Like, how does this end? Yes. We pulled over and they're like, oh, CVS, cool. Can you stop there? And I was like, yes. Yeah. So I stopped at CVS and like the one girl ran in and got something that came out and the other one hopped out. She's like, all right, see ya. And they like gave a casual wave <laughs> and then <laughs> jumped on the train tracks and like walked into the distance in the train tracks. And I was like, whoa, dude. Uh, <laughs> like we literally spent two days driving together where like I poured my heart out. Yeah. I don't know why. It just seemed so right. And so did they. Yeah. And then they just left. That's I, wild. All right. I don't even know your names. Like, I don't know their names. 
but like it was really really cool but it was just the the complete flip side of taking extreme ownership of mm. your life like yeah. fuck yeah dude yeah like i don't know what they're doing right now but i guarantee they're doing exactly what they want to be doing they're probably really happy they're probably they were so happy like yeah oh <laughs> so cool man wow that's a cool story so i think that just that 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 just realizing that like and they have nothing yeah extreme ownership of their life yeah it's so like it's not always about going in the direction that society thinks you should go in you know it's about going in the direction that you want to go in yeah um to me it's just i think too many people get caught up in the other in you know in the in the money direction and like well like well i need to make more money for this it's like do you want to own your own company or do you want to figure out how to be really efficient at something so you can spend more time with your kids yep that's it you know that's it. That's another way to extreme ownership your life. Getting that, and I getting think that, that time back. That's, what was that, the, the third? Do third a really good was, job. Third and then was figure ownership out, like, and culture. Yeah, what you want out of it. Yep. You know, what, what is the culture, your own culture within your family or within the people around you, yep. you know? Um, yeah, man, hell yeah. I love that. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. I'm glad we got set up. It didn't all fall apart. I have no idea. It's like set to seconds or something. I don't know how long it's been. It's oh, like uh, 2186, it says. Hmm. Whatever that means. I've got one final question for you. Uh, all right. Will you watch Harry Potter? One film. Um, one film. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like it should be a thing. What I feel like mean? we should like set up a projector. And, like, <laughs> oh, in the, in the movie room. Oh, I do have a movie theater room, don't I? What an asshole. <laughs> and you have snacks. I'm all- such an asshole. Yes. If you forget that you have a yes. movie theater in your house, you're an okay. asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay. Movie I just don't nights. go down there much. That's fair. All right, well, it is, it is kind of hidden. I'll do it. It's hidden, yes. Okay. You forget about it. Okay. That's fair. Batcave movie theater room. One right. Harry Potter film. All right. I'll do one. Which okay. one would I have to do? Well, uh, I would say start at the beginning so that you really Damn, get I'm an understanding of the it. characters. I know I'm going to love it. <laughs> Um, I heard someone break down that the other day. It was George Peterson. What's his yes, name? Yes, jo- Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Yep. So he, he like critiqued. It went deep. D- I didn't hear his review of it. So somebody. But it was like, why is America so obsessed with a young boy that's able to do <laughs> magic? And I was like, oh, I feel like I need to listen to that. Yeah. Whatever. It was good. Um, Horo sent me a link on it and was like, dude, you got to listen to this. I haven't listened to it all yet, but I heard it's really good. All right. Yeah. I'll listen to it. Speaking of a dude who's like fucking owning his life, Brandon. Dude. Shout out to Brandon Horo. Worked for me for a long time. Yeah. Um, And just one of those kids who from day one should have been out on his own yeah you know like a wild horse that like tried to keep him in the stable and it just never (laughs) really worked he's like kicking other horses yeah and uh went out on his own a year ago yeah it would have been a year like that and like is just doing montana knife company and just crushing dude everything that they sell Uh sells out in minutes Uh minutes and like his media is exactly his photos yeah his adventure lifestyle it's exactly what it should be for that company yep so happy for that dude man yeah man he's killing it i love it i love watching him grow too like we we just had a conversation the other day about it and they're they're creating so much interest that 
they're having trouble keeping up with the supply of everything. So it's crazy. That's so dope. Yeah. yeah. But then again, he was clear on what he wants out of life. Yep. He has complete ownership of his situation. Yep. He knows that he can find happiness in this process because this is truly what he wants to be doing. Mm -hmm. And and look at it like it. He put all of the pieces that we discussed over the past hour together, and he's finding success with it. Yeah. Them. Really, really cool to see. He's kept it super simple, man. And look where he's at. So I'm proud of him. Shout yeah. out, Brandon. Shout out to Brandon. Yeah, man. All right. On that note, bye, guys. Bye.